Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Shit, it's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And today's topic is going to be called Who Hurts You? We are going to dissect and break down a classic term that really became popular with women on social media. Before social media really came about, I really didn't hear women saying this because before communication was always some hand-to-hand combat. You know, there was there was no way for you to type your way in and out of conversations. And I say that because somebody can say, well, there was text messaging. Text messaging really didn't become big <clears throat> until around about the same time that social media became dead, became big. By the time everybody could really text comfortably and text good arguments, because an argument comes with you asking somebody who hurts you, that really wasn't until the keyboards became commonplace. Back when you had that flip phone, and you know what I'm talking about, you had to, you had to hit that ABC button, you know what I'm saying, and you had to get that B out, and that A, and then that C, then you had to go down a few numbers so that you could get that K, just so that you could spell back. Oh no, it wasn't no arguing. Even when motherfuckers figured out how to try to use both fingers with it, even still, it was just too much time and effort. But once it became a whole thing of, you know, we can type back and forth and all this and that, and we can do it freely, just like we do on our keyboards, bang, shit, it was over. These chicks love to fucking argue and start shit. Now, before I really dive into that, just wanted to give y'all a few updates and really, really put y'all up on a few things. You know, number one, for my faithful listeners, I'm not going to apologize because I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to explain why I haven't done a podcast in damn near a month. It wasn't nothing tragic, didn't nothing crazy happen. Shit, it was a decent month for what it was worth. A little stressful, but the biggest blessing is the fact that, like um, like an OG said, I circled the earth again. I wound up turning 39 on July 16th. So that was real cool and real uh, pivotal. And I decided, you know, every year you kind of change just like a car changes you know they came out with the 2020 model and then the 2021 model is going to be kind of the same but they they tighten up a few little features you know they take surveys from some of the drivers and they say hey you know the seats could be a little bit more comfortable that big ass touchscreen radio could be a little easier to use you know it's kind of confusing a player you know shit like that And then the manufacturers, they take that into heed and they do a few little upgrades. So I wanted to really upgrade myself and just let my, you know, natural self kind of really sink in and kind of settle in. This is, you know, chapter 39, Brandon. So, you know, I'm just been chilling and just doing some real reflection. Sometimes the reason why a lot of people are walking around confused is because They're learning and they're dealing with everybody else, but they're not taking time to learn themselves. 
minus knowing their favorite foods and their favorite colors, is some people that really can't tell you about their personality. I mean, if you ask a person what their personality is and they start hemming and hawing and kind of guessing and they can't just fire it out at you, then um, motherfucker really don't know themselves. Straight up. So I just wanted to get that out the way. Wanted to give a shout out to the diplomats and the locks for putting on a very classic versus battle. The locks whooped that ass. Only wound up watching the first half last night. Then I cut it off around the one hour mark because I was trying to save myself something cool to do for the weekend. But <clears throat> with a change in my work hours and an adjustment, I don't have to be to work until about four hours later tomorrow. So my plan is to go home and to drink some of that shit and really get down in the privacy of my home and enjoy it rather than looking crazy at work on camera, just jumping around and hooting and hollering because it was live. It was live. They were playing some shit. I'm not, I don't feel like this is a spoiler, but the locks, they played that song with the violin in it. Like I think one of the very first songs on the, the locks, we are the streets album. If you wanted the locks to fail, then fuck you. Said we weren't gonna make it. Fuck you. Didn't buy my album. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know, they, they played that. Lit. You know, you can't sit still for that. You know, the diplomats was firing shots. And they said, okay. If you're glad that LOX is rough right now, wow out, wow out. Joel Santana, of all people, a fellow 80s baby, a fellow, you know, birth class of 82. Looks like in the year 1982, me and Joel Santana were both born. Of all people, someone who was a senior in high school when that song came out he had the nerve to say that that song is goofy and i'm like okay ain't that the pot calling the kettle black with the shit y'all done put out but the dip said they you know they wound up playing some stuff and i feel like you know for y'all to be getting y'all ass whooped like this in this first half there's some songs that if i was y'all that I would come out the cuff with. So what I'm looking forward to is I'm thinking, okay, are they thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Or are they gonna come with the heavy hitters and take off that glove? Which is what a lot of people do in the verses, which is a smart method, which is don't come out with all of your best stuff at first because then, you know, your opponent will get the ups on you and he will start playing his bangers and then you'll be left having to play your weak shit and people remember you by your last deed all right nobody cares about mayweather you know bobbing and weaving and not getting hit and you know giving somebody the full piece in the biscuit in the first round 
Nobody cares about what Mayweather does in the middle. All people wound up taking away from Mayweather or just any boxer in general is what you did at the end of the fight. When you knocked old boy's ass out. Or the end of the fight when it was just 12 rounds and by unanimous decision, they announced you as the winner. That's what they remember you as. You know, some um, other issues I want to address before I get into the main topic. Because that's another thing that I'm going to start doing, which is instead of trying to do whole podcast about, you know, every little thing that comes up, just squeezing in a few little things. Like I saw one of my mentors do uh, back in the day. Shouts out to the great Tariq Nasheed and what he's trying to do with that hidden museum i need to figure out uh which site to go to or what the cash app is going on or no 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 none of that would be relevant in this case it's some type of uh crowdfunding or something so i need to go back and rewind and see where is it that i can donate so that i can be able to say that i threw a few dollars towards this thing so before i get off into what i was thinking about with the baby let me address an issue that i've had with uh these haters and tyreek Ever since he started raising funds for the Hidden History Museum, all of these trolls, white supremacist trolls, and you sellout-ass niggas, every time he puts on social media that he's going somewhere, you know, he's in the boy, he's in this, he's in all this now, all of a sudden it's he's going on vacation with all of the money that y'all donating to that country ass museum he's taking he's taking y'all money and all of a sudden he's going on vacations for you to say that lets me know two things number one you don't know this man's history you haven't been watching him or should i say listening to him or whatnot like i have since about damn near like oh Definitely has to be 06. Because I remember I got my computer, and you had to have a computer back when he was on to hear him. And I remember, you know, pretty much got it for Christmas. So, very beginning of 06, around like that winter, got put on to his show by somebody and started really checking the play out. The dude's been going to places like Brazil and all that ever since then. So, the man been going on vacation before he even got on his black power tip. So to say that means that you just really just started listening to this man because he's been talking some black power shit. He barely had any white supremacist haters when he was just giving advice on how to talk to chicks. If anything, he had a lot of white fans because even white boys were calling to get some of that game. Hey, man, you know, it's this girl that I see at work and... You know, she's got a nice ass and, you know, I get kind of weird vibes, Tariq, because she'll be real friendly and real talkative and shit. But, you know, she doesn't give me the rhythm like she wants to do anything, but she just always wants to fucking talk to me. So I'm wondering, should I pursue that or should I leave it alone? What's got to do, Tariq? And then, of course, Tariq would give his little advice about talking to co-workers, whatever, whatever. And then, boom, that would be that. So, 
for anybody that thinks that this man has decided to talk about raising money for a museum just so that he can go on some vacations. It's not how it works. It's goal set. So once a million or two million, whatever the goal is set, once that goal is set, all of the funds are released for, in this case, the museum to be built. Until the goal is reached, none of the money is available. And I believe it has a little ticker on it. So if the money isn't reached by a certain time, everybody gets their money sent back to their card. Whether you spent $2, $20, $200, or you sent them a nice two grand, the shit's going back on your card if the goal isn't met. So I wanted to put that out there because I feel like <clears throat> we live in an era where with this internet, it's so cool to talk shit without being informed. Like in the 90s, we had this classic word that we don't use anymore. Back in the 90s and even the early 2000s, because let's just be honest, shit didn't start getting sensitive until the teens era, the 2010 to 2019 era. Um. So back when I was coming of age as a teenager and then in my 20s, creeping towards my 30s, if you said some shit without being completely informed, either A, if somebody was in public and could speak freely, they would call you an ignorant asshole. Because ignorance is being without the proper information and being an asshole is just speaking on any and everything just to let the world know that you've got an opinion. But if someone was in a kind of, you know, an environment where you can't really be cussing and all that, they would call you an idiot. And I'm hoping that that word never gets canceled. I understand these slurs, and that's what we're going to talk about with uh, the baby. I understand these slurs and all that. So, I mean, I totally get that. But uh, we need to bring the word idiot back i'm not knowing if i can say that on social media without getting flagged but we need to bring the word idiot back when you hate on Tariq and you you say things like that without knowing all the information that's being an idiot and that's what we used to call people back in the days that would speak without being informed now i want to talk about the baby the baby says some things i'm not about to get off into trying to play it on my podcast because i ain't trying to get flagged because he pretty much offended everybody that's gay offended everybody that has hiv everybody that knows somebody that has hiv and everybody that personally knows somebody that's gay even though they are straight and haven't done a gay thing in their life, male or female. So he has become a part of what they call the cancel culture. They are canceling shows that he was booked for left and right. And I wanna just put it out there on my own show. I don't have a problem with anything he said. You know, with him being a younger man, I would like to look this up. So forgive me if you hear some keys typing, but one of my famous sayings, and I will get a shirt made, and it will say, why guess? If you got Google, and Google will be in this regular classic format, and then it will maybe have the Google letters all together in that Google font. 
which is why I guess when you got Google, let me type in the baby. I just want to see how old this young pimp is. The baby. 1991. Wow, literally my little brother's age. Born December 22nd. Woo! So he can't help but speak his mind. 1991, 29 years old. First of all, I don't mean to get all off into the zodiacs, but being right on the cusp like that, December 22nd, I don't know if December 22nd is when Cancer begins. Um, no, sorry, not, not Cancer, Capricorn. Capricorn dates, let's go to that. December 22nd to January 19th. So this boy was the first Capricorn to come out in the mix, but we all know that it's still Sagittarius energy looming around him. And Sagittarius is known for saying what the fuck they want to say. And believe it or not, as someone that is closely related to a Capricorn, I mean about just as close as close can get, um, Capricorns from her and just the ones that I've met, Capricorns also are known for saying what the fuck is on their mind. So I'm up here like what he was saying was very blunt and to the point and people are used to folks sugarcoating things. That's why damn near everybody you know, rappers, actors, some athletes, everything, everybody's got a podcast now so that they can speak freely. And the stuff that he said was very reminiscent of stuff that was said at concerts back when this boy was coming of age. Because for him to be born in 91, I don't even have to guess. Because I'm up here like, hey, I have my little brother around. And they're similar in age. My brother is 31. This, this young man is 29. He'll be turning 30 this year. Didn't know he was that old. But um, that type of raw, gritty, straight-to-the-point language, that's the shit that was going on back when that boy was, you know, born definitely going on in 2000 so by the time that boy was 10 that man sorry that man was 10 11 years old folks were still speaking like that at concerts that lets me know that he turned his uh 20s around 2010 so for part of his 20s folks were speaking his mind but uh cancel cancel culture was definitely alive and popping by the time this man reached 23, 24 years old. Things got sensitive. So I just want to let the baby know that I support you. Now let's get to the main topic. Who hurt you? Ladies, please quit saying that shit. Number one, it is a very old saying. And number two, it's, it's very disingenuous. You know, it'd be one thing if, you know, you've got a relative and they come home with their nose bleeding and a black eye and you're like, who hurts you? You're saying that because as a family member, you're ready to go ahead and take off your jewelry, put some Vaseline on your face 
and you're ready to go out there and whoop some ass in the name of family. You know, it's one thing for you to have someone close to you, a homeboy, homegirl, a family member or whatever, and they are in emotional distress. And you like, man, and they come to you with it. Like, yo, I am just hurting for certain. Who hurt you? Okay. What happens is I notice in a lot of these groups or our statuses, because you know how Facebook works. Somebody makes a little status and everybody is able to com comment and chime in on the subject at hand. And a lot of these subjects are just some random shit that nobody walks around thinking about. The particular subject where I got approached today with the who hurts you. And mind you, this isn't the first time some woman has said that. And, they, and, and these women, fellas, we got to stop chiming in. Because when Facebook asks what's on your mind, these women will really say some shit that's on their mind. And sometimes, not to sound sexist, but they be having some off-the-wall made-for-TV shit going on in their mind. Not, not made-for-TV. Because TV shows try to emulate reality. I've noticed that. Movies. Movies like to just take it there. TV shows like to emulate reality because they figure, you know, we can't get too off the wall because people need to watch this once a week. Movies, they say, hey, we only got one time to make an impression on you, so we finna do some off the wall shit. Here's the scenario. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? They gave options too, multiple choice on this shit. Hear it out. I gave y'all enough time to maybe freshen up your drink. All right, we're talking about a couple. The woman has a friend and her boyfriend that want to do a double date. It's either a double date or a group date. We're a whole bunch of couples. We're just going to get together. Party eight. Put it under somebody's last name, damn it. And that damn hostess, maitre d', whatever you want to call it, she's going to fuck around and connect three tables and put y'all in the middle of the restaurant. And y'all are just going to sit up and eat like y'all are in King Arthur's Castle at this big, long-ass table. So in this scenario, this is a type of place that serves food that just really ain't in this player's budget. This guy is, or this imaginary guy, is more of an Applebee's, Chili's, Outback Steakhouse, on a special occasion, Red Lobster, or Papa Do's type of guy. And for some reason, and yes, this is supposed to be black folks, for some reason, this is some super high upscale shit just out of his regular range. And of course, as a man, he goes out with his lady. He ain't finna pay for everybody, but he's definitely gonna pay for him and his woman on the little check that he says to drop off at his little section of the table. So they were like, ladies, you know that your man can't afford this. Do you A, pay for the whole thing yourself in front of everybody? Do you B, 
since you know that men have pride, which we do, and we're going to address that. Since you know that men have pride, are you going to give him the money before y'all leave and just let him pull out the money and pay for it? Or are you going to, I don't know if I mentioned that before, or are you just going to sit up here and just pay in front of everybody? Yeah, I think the option was, are you going to just give him the money so that he can pay? Or are you going to get, yeah, give him the money so that he can pay? Or are you going to pay in front of everybody and let it be known that you paid for it? Or are you just going to decline the date and you and your man just do something else on the weekend? So, yeah, I think that's what it was. And my answer was uh, we're going to decline because in a relationship, and mind you, I don't know what makes me sound hurt. But all I'm talking about is how I run my relationship, which is uh, number one. Nah, baby, you ain't finna get you ain't finna put no money in my hand just for us to go out at some damn restaurant just so that we can eat so that we can do some shit that we don't have anything to show for. I'd rather a woman put money in my hand so that I can go get a new tire or, you know, do something tangible where we got something to show for. So nah, your money's no good here. So no, I'm not taking your money beforehand. Uh, B, I think, yeah, that's the option that I was fishing for. No, you're not fin to cash at me on the low while we're at the restaurant and then I can pay for it. Cause no, you're not, I'm not taking your money. And uh, a hell no to me is um, as a man, you are not fin to, especially on no damn group date where we out with four women, four other women and four other men. And you know, these niggas, this check is coming. Boom, I got it. Boom, I got it. Boom, doom, 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 doom. So, so basically, it's about five couples and four men that did what four men are supposed to do usually, which is they done slap that debit card down on the little tray. Boom, 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 boom. So I'm supposed to be the odd asshole. Where my woman is pulling out her debit card. You know what? You might as well just take your nuts. And, and, and go ahead and put them on that plate. Full of all of that, uh, you know, dried out eating chicken bones. And all of that food. Let them go ahead and take that. And let them throw it in the trash. And into the dishwasher and everything. Because you don't need them no more. Might as well put your balls right on that plate. No. Not happening. So in this case, the only thing that would be happening is if I am told in enough advance notice, hey, women like to go to nice things. So I'm the type of player, if I know it's gonna be an expensive meal, I'm gonna put a few little, few little dollars to the side here and there. I'm gonna cut back on a few little things because a dollar you save is a dollar you earn. So if you don't spend $20 on some bullshit that you normally spend $20 on, you just gain $20. I'm gonna either do that or not. We just are not going. Oh yeah, they said one of the options is she can go by herself. Um, I'm not the type. I'm not here to control no woman, so that could be an option. That'd be fine. She could go by herself, but I don't imagine how 
if we know that it's going to be couples on, it's going to be man on woman, man on woman. I don't know why a woman would want to be the only odd one out. And then they're asking, where's your man? Oh, he didn't want to come. That just looks stupid. It looks goofy. So I put down what I would do in my situation. I didn't cut down anybody because it was some men saying, I let her pay. I let her pay. And to eat his own. But that's just not the way Lewis says black runs his household. Ah, he runs his relationship. The only time I expect for a woman to reach in her pocket while we're going out to eat, because we're talking about going out to eat. We're talking about one of the few things out here where you're having fun and you ain't got shit to show for it. At least at Six Flags, you can take a couple of pictures with some of the Looney Tunes mascots or get on a roller coaster and they can snap that picture of you and your peoples, you know, screaming like you're falling off of a building because you feel like you're damn near odd. Uh, yeah, just so that we can sit up here and eat some food and shit it out later. Uh, nah, only time I expect my lady or a woman I'm dealing with to pay for me if this is either my birthday or Father's Day, now that I've been a father for approaching six years. Shouts out to my little pumpkin. Daddy loves you. That Nintendo is on its way. Had to get a little feisty with the motherfuckers over at Walmart. Bada boom, bada bing. Other than that, as a man, the good Lord gave you a dick and two balls. And he gave you the moral responsibility to get out here and protect and provide for a woman. So minus your birthday and Father's Day. You should not be expecting from a woman to pay for your meal. Back in the days we used to kill the food and drag it back in. And all we expected is for the woman to just put it on a slow roast after we done skinned it and watch over it while we go and kind of wash ourselves up and get ready for dinner. Real primal shit. So that's how someone came out the middle of nowhere, not with an answer or with a sensible type of rebuttal, just a who hurts you. Ladies, unless you have gone to graduate school and undergrad and wound up getting the degrees the certifications and the blessing from your state in the form of licensing to be able to practice psychiatry which is basically mental medicine mental doctor you know sometimes if your condition is crazy enough your psychologist I think they may be able to even you know get you on the right path to get prescribed some shit put you on to the right doctor that can get you your anxiety medicine and they can be like yeah this motherfucker is 5150 you check him out doc and he might need to get some meds bada boom bada bang unless you are a psychiatrist you have no business asking somebody who hurts you because let's say that somebody really did hurt that person would they be able to ask yourself would they be able to talk to you would they be able to talk to you for an hour or two and really get some good 
solutions from you and not with you talking about yourself because when you talk to regular people you tell them about your pain and then they tell them about their pain and their experiences and you get maybe a little bit out of it. A psychiatrist knows how to keep themselves completely out of it. And they know and they know how to hit you with some fly shit. Like, oh, you know what you got? You have a fear of rejection. Yeah, you've been trying to make your dad proud since day one. But the only thing that was going to make him happy was you being an athlete. And since you didn't have an athletic bone in your body, what happened is you tried to impress him with academic shit. You, you know, you did chess, you did a debate team, and he rejected you. Didn't even go to the championship meet where you represented for the state and put it down on the debate. So you've got rejection issues. Or, oh, you know, you're scared of being left alone because your mother left you in an orphanage. See, a psychiatrist can sit up here and listen to you talk for about 15, 20 minutes and come at you with some fly shit and you be like, man, have you been following me around my old life? No, I, I'm just, I just studied and I'm really good at what I do and this is why I get paid the big bucks. Unless you are able to do that, you don't need to walk around asking people who hurt you. It's like I said, it's a very disingenuous insult and you're usually gonna get either a negative answer back or the person's gonna let you know that no, ain't nobody hurt me. And that's what I did. I was like, no. And men, take notes from this before I end this episode. Usually when a woman says who hurt you, you have laid your game down quite flat. You spoke like somebody that has a dick and two balls. You decided to speak on the subject like you've got some testosterone running in you. You decided to speak as if you have more testosterone than you have estrogen pumping through your system. You decided to put your foot down and you decided to speak firmly on a position and you held on that position. You were doing something that's very manly, which was you was being decisive. You weren't all over the place. You went him hauling. You was like, boom, this is it, my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And if you drive the speed limit, and if you drive the speed limit, get the fuck out of my way. Mm-hmm. Move, nigga. Get out the way. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, no, just because a man speaks firmly and puts his foot down on the subject doesn't mean that anybody hurt him. I just believe in providing for a woman in certain ways. So I asked her two things. I said, number one, hypothetically, if somebody did hurt me, do you have the certification to give me some advice at an hourly rate? And then I said, number two on the subject, if you had a man, how many times would you foot the bill for him before it started getting old to you? Because I'll tell you this, fellas, let that woman come out of her pocket on birthdays, Father's Day, and let her get you something on Christmas. And if you do let her get you something and she just does it out of the kindness of her heart, like a little, you know, a pack of draws, um, a nice shirt or something like that, because I've been through that before, that's fine. But number one, don't be asking no woman for no money. And then number two, 
when it comes to going places and as the man you need to be footing the bill, you foot that damn bill. Because I'm telling you, a woman may do it once or twice out the kindness of their heart because they not only want to be provi provided for, but they are natural nurturers. Um, keep that down to a minimum because what's going to happen is one day it's going to get old to her and you'll know that it's getting old to her because she'll start bringing it up in arguments. Another thing is you start letting her foot too much of the bill and paying too much of the way, she's going to be looking at you funny when you start making purchases. Like, damn, you know, I'm always having to pay for us to go out to eat, but then here it is, you just bought a big 50-inch flat-screen uh, Sony TV with the Roku player already installed? Damn, how much did that run, you pimp? They're going to start watching your pockets. And then after they're tired of watching your pockets and just seeing that you were just negligent, using ass nigga that will basically just take people's money anytime they offer it, they're going to eventually find a man. They're going to find another man that's going to say, hey, baby, when you with me, you leave your purse at home. Your money is no good here. I got this. I got this. I got this. And after hanging out with him one or two times behind your back, she's going to let you know that things ain't working out. And before you know it, rather than y'all breaking up and her being so quick to, you know, send you some bullshit text messages and trying to communicate with you, you just ain't going to hear from a cold turkey. When you don't hear from a woman cold turkey, that means she already had a man lined up and she was already seeing him. When y'all do a little bit of that back and forth, that means that she wasn't seeing nobody. And the little back and forth just further confirmed that y'all ain't meant to be. So, you know, don't go out here and get go broke for nobody. But don't go broke trying to impress other people. You know, if you want to go broke trying to impress your woman, that's up to you. But don't go broke trying to impress other people around your woman. And definitely make sure that you still pay the cost to be the boss. It's dudes out here getting dumped because they're only paying half of the rent. They're being called roommates. They'd rather live with another woman that they cannot fuck and let her pay half the rent. But because you are a man, they would prefer that you pay 70, 80%, or maybe 100%. But you know, they want to have a little something because they know that if you pay 100%, it's your way or the highway. And you're going to be putting your foot down and you know, you won't be taking no nonsense. So moral of the story as we wrap things up, Next time, fellas, somebody asks you who hurt you, let them know. Nobody hurt you. You're just being a man and standing firm on what you believe in. Because if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. This has been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. I'm going to holler at you. <laughs> Peace out.
put you in post a minute. I'm on my double R tenant. As you pass by, wink in my eye. Freshly said it, what's the haps, baby? Come get with me and perhaps, lady, you can help me multiply my stacks, baby. Come and see, seem small, I need companionship. Do with that scandal shit, I bet your man ain't shit. So why you hesitating, acting like your shit don't stick? Check out my diamonds, bitch, everyone gon' flick. This be a thug thing, outlaw nigga with riches. Cream dreaming, motherfucker, own a mask for bitches. Check my resume, sipping on Cristal and Alizé. Smoking on big weed, key to Cali Wack. Don't like tricking, but I'll buy you a fit. I can't stand no sneaker wearing nappy hair, bitch. Let my pedigree rebrief. The soul cheap, putting bitch made busters to sleep with no grief. Mash on my so called car. Who the man while I'm tugging on your main bitch head? Understand this, ain't no nigga like me. Fuck Jay Z, he broke and I smoke dead. Baby, let's be friends. Check 